You're listening to the Breakaway Breakdown Podcast, where we bring you interviews with some of the top ropers in the country, news about what's going on in the fastest sport on dirt, training tips for you and your horses, and so much more. I'm your host, Casey Allen. Let's jump in. Hey guys, we've got a really fun episode for this week. I got to chat with Gianna Shanfiki. I think that's how you say it. We'll find out. On her way home to California after winning the first ever Resist All Rookie Roundup in Fort Worth, Texas. The Rookie Roundup was the first ever limited entry rodeo strictly for rookie card holders in the PRCA and WPRA, and it was a ton of fun to watch. They started with 15 of the top rookies in each event, whittled it down to eight, and then they rolled right into a four-man round after the eight-man round with a clean slate each go. Also, another thing to note was that this rodeo featured equal added money in the breakaway roping. And everybody said, woo! Sorry, I cracked myself up. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy Gianna's perspective on practicing, entering, and just wait till you hear what this girl does for a living. I'll give you a hint, she's pretty darn book smart on top of being handy with the rope. Also, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Equinity, and I cannot wait to tell you more about their awesome products at the commercial break. All right, I know you guys are tired of hearing me talk, so let's jump in. Hey, Gianna, what are you up to today? I am driving home from Fort Worth. Um, I'm in New Mexico. I'm going to go to Arizona today and then drive from Arizona tomorrow back home to California. All right, perfect. So, yeah, guys, I am here with Gianna, Sean Fiki, and there's an interesting story on the correct way to pronounce her name. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> so, the Italian way to pronounce my name, uh, C-I in Italian, is a cha sound, like C-H. It's actually Sean Fiki. Um, my whole life, my mom has always pronounced it Sean Fiki just because it seems easier for people to say. So, um, yeah, I roll with it because it sounds good too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, it is a name that we are going to be remembering. I have a feeling. Congratulations on the Resist All Rookie Roundup Championship this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> so before we get into talking about your championship this weekend, let's talk about you, where you came from, how you got into rodeo, all that good stuff. Okay, yeah, so I grew up in Santa Rosa, California. Um, I've been riding ever since I was tiny. I first started getting lessons when I was four years old. My dad ran a feedlot when I was really young, and I I always wanted to be outside, always wanted to be around cattle or horses. Um, yeah, I just love them. I love listening to them eat, um, just, you know, all the ranchy kind of things. So... I yeah, grew up in Santa Rosa, went to school there, started uh, in junior rodeos when I started rodeoing and like roping, um, and graduated from high school at Santa Rosa High, and then I went to Cal Poly for college for ag engineering, rodeoed there for the, for the college team, and I did all the events all the time. <laughs> I, I focused a lot on the all-around, so that was a lot going on, and I really enjoyed that, and then... After I graduated, um, I graduated about two years ago um, with my engineering degree, and I took a job in Stockton, of all places, uh, as a water district engineer. Um, I'm technically an associate engineer because I don't have my license yet. You have to work 
under a professional engineer for a couple years. Um, and then from there, I mainly focused on just breakaway roping. So I have two finished horses and a couple green ones, and that's what I do every day when I get home. Awesome. So what made you want to buy your WPRA card this year? Oh, man. So I went... Last year, I bought my permit, and I went to some of the California ones at the end of the year. I was trying to build up some of my time off at work so that I had, you know, enough bank to go to some rodeos over the weekends and not feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of time, um, which coincidentally, I kind of was this time. Um, but, so, yeah, I bought my permit last year. I went to about four rodeos, and I placed at three of them, but I was, like, just under $1,000, which I was like, oh, that's perfect, because, like, I, I don't want to buy my rookie car at the end of the year. Like, I'd rather wait till next year so I could go to more rodeos. And so I went to some of the winter rodeos. I drove all the way to Odessa, and I was one out of placing, and then I did some of the Arizona rodeos because um, they were kind of close to California. Um, there's not a lot going on in the winter in California for uh, rodeos, especially with breakaway in them. So I drove a lot to Arizona and ended up getting a check at Lake Havasu on my mare, Lucky, on this funny calf that, like, ducked left, like, literally made the loop left, and I, like, took the shot over her head and it was, like, perfect. <laughs> I didn't know how it happened, but it worked. And so that filled my card, and I had already entered... Um, like, red, I tried to enter Redmond, Oregon, and stuff like that, even though I was still on my permit, and, like, luckily I got in, and, anyway, so, that's when I decided to buy my card was not that long ago, uh, about, you know, maybe a month and a half ago, right before Redmond, awesome. um, and it was a good year for me, too, because my horses are getting old, my gelding is 21 years old this year, and that sounds crazy, um, the one I rode at Fort Worth, and, like, I've rode them ever since I was in junior high, and um, we bought them. My, my dad actually bought them when I was, like, pretty young as a two-year-old, and he didn't have time to, you know, train them or, you know, break them or do anything with them. He was already broke, but he didn't have time to make them anything. So he sold them to our good family friend, uh, Rod Hagee, who made him a calf horse. Um, and then when I was in junior high rodeo, we bought them back from him. And he's my big breakaway horse ever since. <laughs> so I, I, I wanted to do the rookie year while I still had him um, just because he's so solid and I know him so well. Yeah, and that's such a big part of it, having that horse under you that you trust. So let's talk about your journey to Fort Worth for the Resist All Rookie Roundup because I hear it was an interesting time for you to get out there. Yeah, so <laughs> I had entered, I entered all the California, like, run, um, and so I was taking a lot of time off work, and unfortunately, I wasn't, like, drawing up the best, especially because, you know, we're rookies, and we don't have a lot of money won, um, especially with those Arizona rodeos the month before, so I had to take, like, quite a bit of time off work to get to them, just travel time, and then, and even in California, I was, you know, drawing up in Red Bluff, you know, we have slack, so it was on Thursday, so I'd take two days off, so it's like, um, you know, I had to, I still had to take a lot of time that I wasn't really expecting, and so I was kind of limited on time off, yeah, so I'm getting married next month, so I was trying to save at least two days uh, before my wedding, so I would have peace of mind to get everything set up, and do the rehearsal dinner, 
um, and not feel rushed, like I have no time. So I entered the rookie roundup kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe I could fly out and jump on a horse. Um, I have a good friend whose sister has her good horse that I've used before in Oklahoma. Um, and I was like, well, maybe I should call them and try to get them to haul it over there um, and use her stuff. But then I started thinking, I'm like, I'm going to go all the way out there. Um, and, and I've never been there before. I'm like, I would prefer to get on, you know, one that I know well. And so I was like, okay, i got to figure out how to get them there now because I can't take off four days from work. So I called my brother, um, and he was like, yep, I'll do it. So um, my brother drove my two horses out, left on Tuesday. I was in the short round in Clovis on Sunday, so I, like, scrambled home and grabbed all my stuff and tried to load the trailer back up before he left. I, like, washed all my shirts, colored shirts, and then I realized I didn't have time to iron them before we left. So um, our friends in, in Phoenix that he stayed at the first night, they, they ironed them for me so I could at least have some fresh shirts. And, uh, yeah, so he made it to Helotis. I hope I said that right because I'm horrible at saying that name. But, um, yeah, he made it to Helotis on uh, Wednesday night, and I flew in Thursday morning, and he flew out. So he just drove the truck there, flew out, and I took my truck and drove back to my horses. Um, and it all worked out. Yeah, so then I was up in Helotes that Thursday night um, in the performance. Uh, I wrote my calf, but it was just a little long. Um, I had kind of hard on the calf. And uh, I roped on my mare. She just kind of acted a little green that day, but that's all right. And then I left for Fort Worth on the next morning, actually, at like 2 a.m. Because they had some breakfast and like a media training and a round table that I just didn't want to miss. So I... Left super early and made it up there, and yeah. Let's talk about the first day. You roped your calf. Talk me through your run there. What were you thinking? How did it feel? So yeah, I so I've never been in there before. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. Um, the box is so small, and I'm sure many people listening are you know have been there and know what I'm talking about, but. You know, people had told me it was a small box and small arena, but, like, I didn't really, like, I don't know. I've been in small arenas and small boxes, but it felt different because that overhang and those kind of poles in there, mm -hmm. um, and so that was super neat, um, and I, I had all the confidence in my horse, obviously, because, like, we just talked about, like, I've had it forever, so um, that was really neat, and I saw my calf, and I backed in, and my calf was just standing so perfect, so I nodded super quick, and... Um, I was just thinking about, you know, big open swing and getting and seeing, seeing my calf. For me, I try to focus a lot on, like, seeing my calf's neck and not losing sight of it. I feel a lot of times when I miss, I, I, I didn't see the neck right away, and then I saw it last minute, and I tried to get the shot off when I didn't I didn't really have my tip quite there yet. Um, so, yeah, and it, it was a good calf. Um, and it was a good run. I just felt good about it. Um, yeah. Awesome. And then you came back to the eight man and things didn't go as planned, but talk me through how they picked you to come back to the final four and what happened in the eight man. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't want to throw the producers under the bus, but there was a little bit of a mix up. Um, so... 
they first, at first, they thought they were supposed to do a random draw for whoever makes it back out of the people that didn't catch in the eight-man. So they did a random draw, and they ended up drawing my name and uh, the other uh, girl that was a 2-9 in the first round, Lauren, who's also from California, uh, but she, she moved out to Texas, but um, she's been out there for a couple years. But anyways, um, so... It was kind of a bummer for the girl that was, like, a 1-5 in the first round. Um, and she actually came up and asked me, hey, like, do you know if I made it back? And I was like, uh, sorry, like, they did a random draw, and, like, you know, they didn't draw your name. Anyways, we had a brief conversation. I felt super bad because um, it's, it's kind of different, you know. That normally doesn't happen where you do a random draw. And so then the next, the, the rodeo started pretty quick right back up, and, I mean, it, it's going fast, and so we're all ready to rope at about, you know, a couple, probably about five minutes before we're about to go. Um, someone came out and told us, hey, they messed up the breakaway draw. Like, you know, it, you know, it, one of you girls isn't in it pretty much. But they didn't say who. And so then when they brought it over, I see, uh, I think her name's McK oh gosh, McKaylin? McKaylin. The girl that wrote yeah, McCaitlin roped the 1-5. I see McCaitlin trotting up, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, they called her, said they messed up, that they were supposed to go on fastest time in the first round, and if there was a tiebreaker, they were supposed to go on money uh, earned, like money won, and so, in the standings. So, it ended up being me, McCaitlin, and then the two girls I caught, Paige and Josie Connor. So, um, yeah, it was kind of crazy because we were going, like, right in. She had like one minute she got she trotted back up we had one minute um i looked at lauren and i was like i'm so sorry like so crappy that you know that happened just because of the mess up it doesn't feel good you know mm -hmm. um and we walked in the arena to rope the calf like it was so fast wow that's a lot to take in i mean especially your first full year pro rodeo that's a lot of moving parts so how did you get focused when you backed in the box to go out there because you made what i would call a great business run yeah, so after, all I needed to do in that um, that second round, you know, the first round yesterday, was make a business run, and I I think because of the first round, what happened, I kind of the same thing as I was explaining, like, I didn't see my calf's neck right away, and instead of just taking that extra swing and, and finishing it off, because all I had to do was rope it to guarantee my spot, I wanted to take that first shot. I don't know why I had it in the back of my mind that I, that's what I was going to do, you know, on that round. So I took my first shot, and I just missed the, my target. You know, I felt great, but I just missed my target right ahead. So on my, you know, that short go shootout round, I all I was focused on was, like, find that neck, make sure my tip's there, and, and you know, it all falls into place. Normally, as long as I can see it, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like, good solid swing over it, and, um, yeah. And it felt good. I just thought it was, you know, it was a good, like you said, business-type run. But I, you know, I didn't expect it to win just because I knew there was three great girls behind me. I just knew that if I roped it, I would be guaranteed a check. And after my long trip, I was like, I need to go rope it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's so impressive, too, the fact that you've never been to Fort Worth before. When some of those other girls, you know, they're locals, they rope there almost every week. You know, a lot of the girls have been roping at the amateur rodeos there since they were kids. So, I mean, hats off to you for pulling it together with all those local girls and just staying consistent and keeping a level head. So, let's talk about, you know, Resistal really rolled out the red carpet for you guys in the Cowboy Channel. It seemed like they were really hyping you guys up and making it a really fun experience. I mean, what was that like with the round table and all the media things that were going on? 
Um, it was super fun. I, I've never been there, period. So just seeing, like, um, the old uh, stock stockyard all redone where they video, and that whole aspect was really neat because, you know, I'm so used to seeing it on TV every night, um, but I've never, you know, seen them all in person and talking and seeing how they produce it. So that aspect was really cool. And, you know, they did. They, they bought us breakfast, and they had great goodie bags for all of us. Um, they definitely, like, went on all the stops. We did a signing where we all signed um, basically flyers um, for people to come grab. And then we took a huge group picture in the front. So it'll be exciting to see some of those pictures and those like memories come up because right now, you know, I haven't seen any of the pictures or anything, but um, it'll be cool, like a cool memory to have like that whole picture of all of us because we're only rookies once. So and in all different events, and there's not very often where we all get together in all one spot. So that was really neat. Yeah, it was definitely a fun event to watch, and I thought the other thing that was really cool there was that they had equal added money in the breakaway roping. So you guys had the same chance as the other events to win money, and I just thought that was so unique for you guys, especially bringing that Resist All Rookie race into account. For sure. Like, that is a huge deal. Um, so many more rodeos are, are starting to do that. Um, and I think, you know, eventually all of them will pick up and, and have equal added money. Um, but it is, that yeah, that was a blessing, and I'm glad they were able to do it. And, I mean, you know, you wrote your name in the history books. That's got to be super cool. I mean, first year, breakaway roper, like, what? what is that like to know that you punched a spot in the history books? You know, roping against some girls that are, I mean, it was a tough group of breakaway ropers. Oh, my gosh, that was so cool. That's what I started thinking about on my way home because I didn't really think about it until I left Stockers and I was, like, on my way to, um, to the place I was staying. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this was the first one, and, like, they're going to have more, and, like, my name's going to be the first one. That's crazy. Like, I just, for a second there, I just was like, oh, my gosh, I have to pinch myself because I was, like, obviously excited, but I'm also, like, like you said, like, in the history books, which is crazy. Hey, guys, so this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Equinity. Equinity is one of my favorite companies, and I use the products for my breakaway horses, uh, Equinity Horse XL is 100% pure amino acid supplement. There's nothing added that your horse doesn't need. It can help improve their muscles. It can help them recover faster after workouts. It helps improve collagen so your horse can have healthier coat and bones. And it maximizes your performance because it helps cells regenerate at a faster rate. That means fast recovery for those fast twitch muscles that you need to explode out of the box and stop hard at the end of a run. They also have Equinity Ultimate OEC, and I love this supplement. I didn't think Equinity could get any better until I started using it. It has flaxseed-based omega-3 oil, natural vitamin E, and colloidal silver. It can help support your horse's cardiovascular health, their joint health, gastric health, and it increases their immune support. So if you're traveling up and down the road a lot, that's something that's super important for your horse. Visit teamequinity.com to learn more about these supplements and see how you can get some for yourself. So another thing you mentioned, you know, I'm sure not everybody listening has been to Fort Worth and roped in the stockyards. It is a super unique setup. It's really fast, but like you mentioned, there's that overhang in the box. And I've noticed when uh -huh. I roped there that you have to have that first swing up so fast, but it's kind of intimidating because you get a little claustrophobic in there. Did you experience any of that? Uh, 
Um, yeah, so, like, my first my first one, I was like, am I going to hit that pole? Like, if I break to the pin and I bring my rope across, you know, my horse's left ear or something, like, am I going to hit that pole that's right there next to you on your left side? That's what first went through my head, and I instantly, because, you know, I haven't been in there, I instantly went, oh, no, that's ridiculous. Like, you're going to have your tip to the front. Like, I had ima- I imagined, like, someone standing to the next, next to me, like, t- uh, standing next to me. <laughs> Uh, I imagine someone staying next to you, you know, when you swing your rope and you don't hit them, like, when they're staying to the left of you, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to hit that pole because it's to the left of me and my arm's on the right side, like, I'm going to be good. And so I definitely thought of that right away, just like you said, because it's pretty small and kind of claustrophobic. Um, and I'm honestly excited to rope there again because, I, you know, I was a two the first round. I missed my second one a good shot to be, I think, to be pretty fast. Um, and then the, the third round I was a three, so I'm really excited to rope there again because I want another chance to try to rope fast because it is a really fast setup, and like you said, you, it's a little small in there, and like you got to get your rope up fast and see that cast pretty fast, so um, yeah, I want to rope there again. Yeah. I mean, McCaitlin had the perfect example with that 1-5 in the first round, like that was a gangster shot. <laughs> Yes, no, she she went for it, and it obviously it paid, it paid off, you know, that first round. Uh, but, yeah, she definitely did. She threw it, like, like, right away. Yeah, it was like one swing there. And, yeah, exactly. And you, you, I feel like you can do that there easily. It's just, you know, yeah. more practice, more, more work, just a couple more times in there, I feel like we'll get there. Yeah. I mean, it's a completely different setup. You just mentioned that you were in the short round at Clovis. You won money there, which helped you out in that tiebreaker. So going from Clovis to that kind of setup, I mean, besides giving kudos to your horse for working both, like what did you mentally do to prepare for that short setup? I honestly wasn't worried about it. I know you said don't give kudos to your horse, but I rode him forever. So I, I really wasn't worried about it at all. Like I didn't even practice on him or nothing, you know, He's older. I didn't need to practice. I knew he was going to have a long drive. I was like, all right, you know, I scored all my calves out pretty far at Clovis. You know, I was a little late on my last two calves in Clovis, um, and he had to run hard and, you know, stand there, wait, and then run really hard. But I knew back in that box, like, I knew he would leave. He'll leave whenever I drop my hand, and he watches those calves. I swear, like, I don't have to score. He scores for me most of the time. That's awesome. So, okay, you mentioned that you're an engineer, which I think is amazing. Like, smart and can rope. Thank you. I'm, like, going to be one of your biggest fans. So how do you balance having that full-time job and planning your days off and time management with being a high-level breakaway roper? Because that can't be easy. Um, no, I think all my friends think I'm crazy all the time. <laughs> um, so my dad lives really close by. I live at um, John and Shelly Holman's in Brentwood. So I actually have a little bit of a commute as well, like 45 minutes. Um, And it is a government job, so it's pretty 8 to 5. So I work 8 to 5, and then I run home. I know I get home by 6. And um, depending on the light, and if it's, you know, getting lighter earlier, my dad may have some horses saddle for me. Um, And then I'll run, get the calves in, and, you know, warm up pretty good. I'm big on warming up my horses, so I warm up pretty extra, and then, uh, I, you know, I, tr- I try to practice like that every night, and the nights that where I can't practice live cattle, I broke the dummy, I keep my horses exercised, and then the whole time management and balancing, 
uh, like I had mentioned, I'm kind of learning as it goes too because I was hoping to, you know, really save a lot of those, those hours and time off um, and not being able to, not knowing that I wouldn't be able to draw up every time exactly how I wanted to to make it work. And my overall goal for this year was just to go to as many rodeos as I could, no matter what. Like, if I could go, I'm going to go. Just like Fort Worth, like, it didn't really seem like it would work, but I'm like, I'm entering, I'm going to go. <laughs> I can do it, so I'm going to figure out a way. And so I think that's kind of been where I'm going is just like, okay, I'll figure it out. So each, each weekend's a little different. I actually am just starting. They're allowing me to start working remote, so I'm starting this week working remote, and I think that'll really help because, you know, I can drive places in the evening like the night before um, and not be as rushed to get off work and run home and then load everything. Um, I think I'll be able to manage my time a little better. Yeah, that I feel like that'll help a lot, especially with that 45-minute commute each way. Yes, definitely. I'll be, I'll be saving an hour and a half right there, which is a huge difference. So it sounds like you've got a great support system behind you. I mean, just speak to how important is it to have that team behind you and how big of a difference has that made for you going into this year? Oh, man. Um, it means the world. I have, um, my, like I said, my brother drove my horse out here. My brother is one of my huge, biggest supporters. Um, my dad, my fiance and I, like, we work so well together. Um, we're pretty independent people, and, I mean, we worked well together and we communicate well so we're always on the same page hopefully most of the time does your fiance rodeo um yeah he he steer wrestles um since kelly o'day he's a steer wrestler he went to the college finals and everything he, he went to school with me in cal poly um last july he um entered some amateur rodeos with me over the fourth of july and he punctured his pec muscle, and so he, like, tore off the bone completely. Um, so he had surgery on it, and it healed that. It was, like, six months, a couple months ago since he had the surgery. But since we're getting married in a month, he's kind of just uh, waiting. So there's no other injuries <laughs> that could happen before our wedding day. Hey, there's nothing wrong with having him support the breakaway roping career for a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So let's talk moving forward. Is working remote going to help a lot? How much do you think you're going to be able to hit the road this year? You know, are you looking at that resist all rookie race on the for the whole year? Definitely. Oh yeah, I yeah, love definitely. that. She said definitely. <laughs> no shame. I'm not scared. That's awesome. I love the it. confidence. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. like I said, my goal is to go as many rates as I can. You know, you can't learn or get better by sitting at home. Um, you know, obviously we practice every day, but, you know, being in the competitive environment all the time and different setups and different calves and um, all that, learning how to be on the road, and that's what's fun and, you know, constantly getting better that way. I feel like way so better. you guys you're, aren't um, – sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't just getting married so you can enter together, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. His horse is not like that. I don't think, I think he'll maybe go to a couple, but um, no. We've been together for like almost six years in November. Um, so, yeah. We're getting married because we want to be <laughs> together forever. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds cliche. <laughs> all right, all right. It's not for the rodeo entering. Fair enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. It, it sounds like you've got a great plan, and I think this is going to give you a lot of momentum going into this year. So is there just anything else you want to say to the listeners of The Breakdown today? <laughs> um, if it's allowed, I just wanted to like give a shout-out to um, my sponsor, Joe Belli. He's super supportive and in my corner and that that's also awesome to have is you know like you said your support system and he's super supportive so that's really cool of course that's awesome well all right i will let you get back to driving you be safe on the road and hopefully i'll be talking to you again soon okay awesome thank you so much i told you guys this was a fun one gianna has such a great personality and i really had a great time talking to her if you enjoyed this episode and you enjoy I don't know, your horse is feeling amazing? You need to check out TeamEquinity.com and look at Equinity Horse XL and Equinity OEC. Make sure to also stay tuned for our upcoming coverage of the Royal Crown Breakaway Roping on May 11th, Rodeo Corpus Christi on May 11th to the 14th, and the Women's Rodeo World Championship on May 16th to 18th in Fort Worth, Texas. That's the one I'm the most excited about. All right, guys, have a great week, and we'll be back soon.